you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. An extraterrestrial sociologist looking at humans and the way we live would have an awful lot of material to work with. Because the sheer variety of places humans live is amazing. You have everything from tents for camping to the yurt, which is like glorified tent camping. You have igloos in the Arctic. You have cave homes built into the side of canyons at Mesa Verde. You even have humans very commonly living in big cities in very cramped conditions in giant structures that look a bit like a ship stuck up end into the ground that they actually have to use elevators to go up and down in called skyscrapers. And then, of course, you have the extraordinarily unusual suburb where humans artificially carve up bits of land into rectangles, maybe a third to a quarter of an acre in size, and put an equally square rectangle of a home on top of it with one or two, or possibly sometimes three stories and a basement. We call these houses. But not all houses are above ground. In fact, as Stefan Witwer writes at Newsweek, he lives in an underground house just outside of Zurich, Switzerland. The development is something you might have heard of before. It's called the Earth House Estate Lattenstrasse, and it was first put together in the 1980s, and then several of the units came up for sale in the 90s, and he and his wife wound up buying one. And if you look at it, it looks like a field that's a little bit more irregular and bumpy than a normal field would be, periodically punctuated by irregularly shaped white concrete apertures with windows and doors and what you eventually realize are igloo-shaped homes underneath the surface of the ground. Now, they're not all that far underneath the surface. It looks like maybe only a few feet of turf cover them. But as he describes it, they're basically metal igloos, which are then sprayed over with white concrete. They have some doors and windows, so there's a fair amount of natural light that gets in. Some of them are placed around man-made ponds, and they even have basements. One of the interesting features of these homes, or burrows if you prefer to call them that, is that they have very few right angles. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be that way. They could have built them with right angles, but the kind of person who builds a complex of homes underground is also the kind of person that might not go for the traditional right angles and structures that you see in most homes these days. And in this case, inside, none of the rooms are square or rectangular. Everything is round and off shape. And one of the complaints people say is, oh, I'd never want to live there. How do I hang my paintings? And his answer is, well, we didn't have paintings when we moved in, so it wasn't a problem. Keep in mind that the rectangular painting flat on a rectangular wall is itself largely a byproduct of living in a rectangular house. So it's not surprising that if you're going to have art in an irregularly shaped home, it's going to be irregularly shaped. As I said, they do have basements. The basements are flat bottom, flat ceiling, but with 60 degree angle walls instead of 90 degree angle walls. You do have the traditional rooms. You have a kitchen, a living room, bathroom, two bedrooms, or three or four or five. There's a variety of home sizes. It's not quite clear to me whether those are all carved out of one main igloo or whether those are like hamster networks of each individual igloo shape connected to the others by, let's say, a tunnel or a short hallway. I find that fascinating to imagine. But I find the idea of these homes very appealing. I mean, it would obviously require you to rethink the way you do furniture, and they don't really have driveways. But it's Europe, so there are going to be some differences with American design. 
the obvious advantage. In fact, the headline of the article is, I live in an underground home. It halved our bills. Because as he points out right now, as we're starting to enter winter, he's seeing the smoke plumes billow out of the chimneys of the nearby homes. But all of the homes in Lattenstrasse, they don't need to engage heat because the earth stays warm. It's the same basic concept for why your plants or your pipes that are above ground would freeze, but the pipe six inches or a foot underground doesn't freeze. Earth is a fantastic insulator. Similarly, in the summer, they don't have to do air conditioning because, again, the earth keeps you cool. Cool in the summer, warm in the winter, that's the idea of an underground home. So from an ecological perspective, fantastic. And therefore, from a financial perspective, advantageous. And in thinking about this, I know I've often had this kind of idea that it would be fun to live underground. I don't know if it goes back to reading like Watership Down back in the day and thinking, oh, how neat to be a rabbit underneath in a burrow. Or whether it goes to reading Alfred Hitchcock and the Three Investigators, where they had this secret RV in the middle of a trash dump with all these cars and things around. And simply the idea of being able to hide out safe and secure in your bat cave, always, I found that fascinating. But certainly, if you see a picture of Lattenstrasse, it definitely has the appearance of something else that most of us have seen represented recently. And so life in the Shire goes on, very much as it has this past age. For things are made to endure in the Shire. There's always been a Baggins living here under the hill in Bag End. They absolutely look like the Shire and the Hobbit residences that are built partway into the hills. Now, I don't think they have Gandalf coming by with his fireworks periodically, but then again, it's Switzerland. Who knows what might happen? Now, interestingly, you do have some questions here about security against natural disaster. On the one hand, far more secure than a traditional house against, say, a tornado because you're below ground level. Not as well protected against flooding, I would think, unless you build them up on hills and then under the top of the hill. You could certainly create an artificial hill that's above the floodplain, but still below the surface of the ground, if that makes sense. And they're probably not for people that have any kind of claustrophobia issues. But for me, and maybe I'm a little bit weird in thinking about it this way, I have a completely different concern. Ants. Yeah, you know, it's one thing to combat insect infestations in a home, but at least you generally have a limited amount of surface area from which the ants or other pests can get at your house. But man, if you live underground... Where do you even start to battle that problem if they get in? Now, maybe the spray-coated concrete does a thorough job of preventing that from happening. Maybe you wrap the whole building in anti-termite copper. Or maybe you don't need to because they're not made out of wood, which could be, I suppose, a fire safety advantage as well. But look, if the burrow works for me, I got to imagine that other creatures might think the burrow works for them too. But if a guy lived there for 27 years and doesn't imagine ever moving to any other location, maybe that's just me imagining things. I'm Andrew Tallman. Thanks for listening to The Daily Break, brought to you by Newsweek.